Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Pekude, the final parshon Chumash Vayikra, and conclude the narrative of the Mishkan. We know that over these parshos of Truma Tetzava and then again Vayakal Pekude, we've been heavily immersed in each and every detail of the Mishkan. But yet we know that within the details, even the seemingly mundane details, are profound life lessons. So the Torah says, this is in Parak Lamitchas, Pasuk Chof Beis, chapter 38, verse 22. Sakadish says, Torah tells us about the chief architect of the Mishkan, a man by the name of Bitzalel. And it gives us his lineage, his pedigree, son of Uri, the son of Hur, for the tribe of Yehuda, he did everything that Hashem had commanded Moshe to do. And Rashi HaKadosh records an incredible discussion between Moshe and Bitzalel. Moshe comes to Bitzalel, he says, Bitzalel, here's the deal, HaKadosh Baruch wants to build a Mishkan, and you have been tapped to be the chief architect. Bitzalel says, great, what do I need to do? And Moshe Rabbeinu begins to go ahead and give him a whole list of details. You have to construct a shulchan to go ahead and house the lechem aparim, or to hold the lechem aparim, the showbread. You have to construct a mizbeach, an outer altar for animal sacrifice, an inner altar for incense. You have to construct walls. You have to construct covers. You have to construct an ark. You have to give them detail after detail, utensil after utensil after utensil. And Betzalel says, Moshe, can I just ask you, it seems a little bit strange. You're telling me to make the utensils first and the structure, the actual structure of the Mishkan afterwards. In fact, again, Rashi quotes Betzalel, Amrlo Betzalel. Betzalel says to Moshe, Mina ga'olam la'asos tehila bayis, the acharkach mesim kelim besocho. So Betzalel says, Moshe, you know, the normal, the natural order of the world is first you make a home, first you make a structure, and then you go ahead and you create, or you, you create the utensils to put inside of the structure. Yet, ultimately, again, Moshe, you're telling me to make the utensils first and then make the structure afterwards. So Batal is saying, I'm happy to do whatever you want, but at the end of the day, if we make the utensils, we don't have a structure, that means the utensils are gonna be sitting around, unused and unhoused, until we go ahead and we create a structure. Doesn't it make more sense? Make the structure first and the utensils afterwards. And ultimately, Amrla Moshe, Moshe says back to Betzalel, Betzel, Kel Hayisa, tell me, were you standing in the shadow of God? Ki bevadai kach baruchu. So Moshe says, you know what, Betzalel, you're right. Now that I think about it, that is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded me to do. Hashem also ordered me first to create the structure and then to go ahead and create the utensils. Okay, a beautiful idea, certainly also a little bit of a play on the name of Bitzalel, Bitzel Kel, that Bitzalel literally was dwelling in the shadow of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it behooves us to try to understand this dynamic of Rashi, Rashi quoting the Medrash, in a little bit greater detail. I mean, what's happening over here? Obviously, again, Moshe Rabbeinu says to Bitzalel, you're right. So, so Hashem told Moshe, build the structure and then create the utensils. Moshe tells Bitzalel, create the utensils, then build the structure. Bitzalel says, Moshe, are you sure that God wants us to do that? Or Moshe says, oh yeah, you're right. You know what, go ahead and build the structure first and the utensils afterwards. What's happening over here? Is there some type of machlokis between Moshe and Bitzalel about how to build a mishkan? And dear friends, remember, 
The Torah Kedoshah goes into such great detail regarding the Mishkan, even though we will never again have this structure. We'll never again have the structure. But the Torah goes into such great detail because it's in the details of the Mishkan, of the actual physical Mishkan, that the Torah tells us how to build the Bilvavi Mishkan Ebna, the personalistic Mishkan, just like the Mishkan was there to house HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to house the Shekhinah, the goal of life is to create myself, within myself, a Mishkan as well, in which I can house the Shekhinah. And perhaps the Machlokes Moshe and Betzalel is a Machlokes how to build not only the historical Mishkan, but how to build the personalistic Mishkan as well. Moshe Rabbeinu was start saying, start with the utensils. You know, the utensils, the Kalim of the Mishkan. Each Kli, each Kli, represented a different type of midah. In Hasidus, this is a spoken about concept. Each utensil represented something else. A midah, a character trait in which a person has to inculcate within themselves. So the menorah, for example, which goes ahead and represents light, represents inspiration. That whatever you do, do it with alacrity. Whatever you do, do it with zeal. Whatever you do, do it in an inspired fashion. The Aron, the Ark itself, on the top of the Ark, the Kruvim, children, the Gemara says, Kerov is Kiravi, like a child. The Kruvim represented a childlike innocence. A person has to keep their innocence with them as they go through life. And you go through utensil after utensil after utensil, each of them representing a different idea, a different character trait, a different mida that I have to inculcate within myself in order to be a successful person in life. So Moshe Rabbeinu was saying the path to success is utensil after utensil after utensil. Acquire this mida, then this mida, this character trait, then this character trait. Keep on acquiring positive character traits and you'll be able to go ahead and build your personalistic mishkan. Keep on accomplishing individual goals, and one day you'll get to your Mishkan. And B'Tzalel says, Moshe, I don't think that's the way to build a Mishkan. I think you have to start first with the structure. You see what the structure represents, the structure of the Mishkan, it's the floor plan. It's the floor plan, right? And the floor plan represents the framework, right? You can't build a structure without plans, right? You can't say, I'm gonna build a building, you know, we'll put this here, we'll put this there. Again, Baruch Hashem, we know as a killer, we're very much immersed in this concept. There are layers and layers, multiple plans, and every square inch is accounted for. But Salah says, if you want to be successful in life, first you have to build a structure. You have to build a structure. What are my goals? What are my aspirations? What do I want to do? Who do I want to be? Where do I want to get to? First, build your structure. Build your framework. Create your architectural plan. Once you have that, and once you build that, then you can build the utensils. Then this midah, that midah, this accomplishment, that accomplishment. But Batala was saying to Moshe was something so profound. You see, if you build utensils without a structure, if you just acquire nice character traits, nice midos, do nice things, but they're not part of a comprehensive plan, it's certainly great, it's certainly wonderful, but you don't really advance your personalistic life objective. You don't really end up building your mishkan. You do a lot of very nice things, but those may be disparate, disconnected, disjointed nice things that may not come together to form a comprehensive picture of personalistic spiritual growth. Whereas if you start with the structure, what do I want to do? What's my life plan? And again, that plan could change a million different times. But what's my plan? What do I want to do? How do I want to accomplish it? 
Once I have that, then I also know which utensils I need. You know, the, the way to kind of illustrate this is a person could spend their day doing wonderful things, but it doesn't mean they're doing the correct things. So in other words, I could stand by a street corner helping old people cross the street the entire day. And if you ask me, so I literally, from dawn till dusk, I stood at the street corner just crossing old people back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Good day, good, very noble, right? Very generous, very kind. Did I maximize my time? Is that, my, is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Well, if at the end of the day, that's my, that's my goal, then fantastic. But if my goal was to go ahead and accomplish A, B, and C, to, to give a share, to visit the sick, to give tzedakah, to close a business deal, to do a whole bunch of other things, then although I, 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 it's nice, I spent my time, but I didn't necessarily, I did good things, but I didn't necessarily do the good things that I need to be doing. And I think this happens often in life where we get focused on doing good things, but we don't really ask ourselves, like, are these the right things that I should be doing now? Do they advance my life objective? Do they allow me to cross my finish line? Or are they just nice things? A person could spend a lifetime doing nice things, but they're not the nice things I need to be doing, and therefore they don't advance my life objective, and therefore I could spend a lifetime doing nice things, but I haven't accomplished what I need to accomplish. This was the Machlokes Moshe and Betzambel. Moshe says, do nice things. Make Kalim, make Kalim acquire, acquire for yourself nice trace, nice midos, nice accomplishments, and Betzal says, no, you have to start with the structure, start with the framework, make a plan. And then once you have a plan, you could be more targeted in what utensils you need to make, what sequence you need to make them in, and where you need to place them. And after Betzal articulates this position to Moshe Avinu, Moshe says, you know what, Betzal? You're right. You're right. At the end of the day, successful living requires first the structure and then utensils. Make a plan. What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? What do I want to accomplish? What are my dreams? What are my aspirations? What are my goals? And what's the plan for getting there? And then once I create the structure, the floor plan, then I could decide, I need this character trait. I need this mida. I need this accomplishment. I need this good deed. Once you have the structure of a life plan, you could fill the floor plan with beautiful utensils of accomplishment. It's the approach that even Moshe Rabbeinu came around to, and it's the approach that we should be Zohar and Mirat Hashem to actualize as well. Wishing everyone a good Nerev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.